from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. Hello and a very warm welcome to our international English service. In our program today, we bring inspiring music and interesting nature study. With more music coming in, we shall end our program with a message from God's Word. This is your host Sharad and I'm Maureen and you're listening to Adventist World Radio, The Voice of Hope. Let's begin our program with a song. of discontentment tears flow from my eyes in times of loneliness and in times of distress it's always there he hears my prayers and comforts when I cry he's always there he sees and knows my heart the clouds that darken my path when I am weak He lives and strengthens me He lights the way so clear that I can see He's always there He always cares Your song, your song is always 
are listening to Adventist World Radio the voice of hope from Pune India and now here's a nature study Oming Mac Dear friend today I'm going to talk about Oming Mac Our title sounds strange I know but that is what the Eskimos call the musk oxen Oming Mac means the bearded ones Musk oxen are making a comeback in the state of Alaska. The last of the wild musk oxen on this continent were seen 120 years ago. Desiring them back in this area, the United States acquired 34 in Greenland and transported them to Norway, then on to New York, Seattle and finally Alaska. They were put into a herd at the research quarters of the University of Alaska. Much research has been done on these creatures since they landed in Alaska. In 1969, the first animals were taken out to the wilds to live. One researcher was watching the musk oxen when he saw one making a dash for him. He thought what he might do to escape the charge. Then he decided to just stand still and sidestep the charging animal if necessary. As the musk ox came to within 50 feet of the scientist, it stopped, got down on its front knees and began to back up. It was later realized all this pet wanted was his head scratched. Musk oxen are small in stature, probably not more than 5 feet high. They have a long shaggy fur that at times reaches to the ground. Underneath this fur is a silk-like hair that scientists say is 8 times warmer than wool. For their defense against attacker such as wolves or wild cats, the musk oxen usually in herds of 20 to 30 will stand in a circle facing out with the young calves on the inside of the circle. This way they can fend off the predator. Predators generally work on one animal at a time to conquer it. The musk oxen's method of defense does not permit this. Therefore they are rather safe from predators. Dear listener, as the musk oxen have returned to their native home of Alaska, so Jesus will return to his home after he has taken his family with him from this earth. I am happy for the promise that Jesus is coming again and that he will take the faithful home. Ask God today in your prayers to help you be faithful so you can return home. Thank you for the nature study. We are sure our listeners enjoyed it. To learn more on nature, keep listening to Adventist World Radio. We will be studying different objects of nature because there is a simplicity and purity in these lessons direct from nature that makes them of the highest value. The children and youth 
all classes of students need the lessons to be derived from this source. In itself, the beauty of nature leads the soul away from sin and worldly attractions and toward purity, peace and God. Dear friend, death, struggle, pain and violence were not part of God's original creation. Let's discover what was the world like when God created it. To know more on God's Word, you could also write to us. Here's our mailing address. Adventist World Radio, Post Box number 17, Pune 411001, Maharashtra, India. We would love to hear from you. You may contact us with your questions or prayer requests by calling 000 Again, the number to call is 000-800-040-1704. Before you hear God's word, here's another song. Time to hear God's Word, the source of our joy. Dear listener, did Jesus ever laugh? 
it does mention twice in the new testament that he wept but nowhere does it mention explicitly that he laughed he seemed to be stern and serious ever exhorting rebuking preaching and teaching healing and doing many miraculous things it seems that he himself was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief dear listener what is the source of our joy the new testament nowhere explicitly says that jesus laughed this is one of the paradoxes of his life on earth he himself a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief came so that we we can have the real laugh of our lives the real joy of life that overflows from the streams of living waters that flow within he said i have come that they may have life and have it to the full john chapter 10 verse 10 we see the people of the world laughing having fun enjoying their times of celebration and just having a blast but we do not have to envy them as asaf one of the psalmist did we know that the laughter of the world can be shallow masquerading the pain of the heart as solomon said like the crackling of the thorns under the pot so is the laughter of fools ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 6 dear listener but we of all people can have the joyful laughter that is an outward expression of the overflowing joy that is within our hearts because it is god who fills our mouths with laughter and our lips with shouts of joy job chapter 8 verse 21 and when our mouths are filled with laughter and our tongues with shouts of joy then the people around us who have not yet found that source of real joy and laughter will know that the lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy psalms 126 verses 2 and 3 my dear friend our joy and laughter are not dependent on fluctuating feelings or changing circumstances and conditions rather they are grounded in god who is the source of our joy my dear friend we must worship god joyfully the bible is filled with instances of joy excitement celebration laughter and delight in the old testament all the national feasts were designed for people to come before the lord and have a great time of rejoicing and celebration actually they were uh, commanded to celebrate and have a great time in the presence of the lord and rejoice before him deuteronomy chapter 12 verse 18 david we find david really knew how to rejoice before the lord sometimes he got so excited when he was in the presence of the lord that he disrobed himself of all dignity completely forgetting where he was who he was and who might be watching him he danced before the lord with all his might leaping and dancing 
we find this story in second samuel chapter 6 verses 14 to 16 so much so that his wife felt embarrassed by his undignified behavior but his response to her was i will celebrate before the lord i will come even more undignified than this and i will be humiliated in my own eyes dear listener worship at the temple was filled with joyful excitement the multitude going up to the house of god in a procession with shouts of joy and thanksgiving the rebuilt temple after the exile brought similar joy excitement and great celebration the new testament too is filled with joyful rejoicing and gladness the birth of savior was good news of great joy even earlier when mary had visited elizabeth she had burst out in a song because of the role god had given her as part of that event my soul magnifies the lord and my spirit rejoices in god my savior the early church dear listener fellowshiped together with glad and sincere hearts praising god and enjoying the favor of all the people dear friend can there be joy amidst the persecution the new testament has an added dimension of joy and gladness in face of persecution and tribulation it uses a special greek word agalio to express overflowing joy jesus told his disciples to rejoice and be glad when people insult you persecute you on evil against you because of me matthew chapter verses 11 and 12 dear listener peter writing to believers facing persecution mentioned their uh, being filled with an ex- inexpressible and glorious joy no there is nothing wrong in enjoying life and having fun god has designed us for those things and without them we will not only miss out on life but we will not be what god wants us to be life filled with laughter and joy is a sign of spiritual maturity and only those who are in close fellowship with the lord can have real joy in their lives as someone has said joy is the flag flying high above the castle of the heart announcing that the king is the residence there hear what the wise king solomon said it is good and proper for a man to eat and drink and to find satisfaction in his toilsome labor under the sun during the few days of his life god has given him for this is his lot moreover when god gives any man wealth and positions and enables him to enjoy them to accept his lot and be happy in his work this is a gift of god god keeps him occupied with gladness of heart the only thing we have to remember is that until we put God first in our lives we cannot experience his joy for without him who can eat or find enjoyment Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 25 this is the central idea of the book of ecclesiastics not the vanity meaninglessness frustration and failures of life my friend jesus gives the everlasting joy 
the Bible describes the overabundant joy of redeemed. The ransomed of the Lord will return. They will enter Zion with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them. And sorrow and sighing will flee away. And you will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. So much so that the mountains and the hills will burst into song before you. And all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Isaiah 35 verse 10. So dear listener, go ahead, jump, dance, shout, make a joyful noise, get excited about your salvation. Life in God is good. It is a happy, joyful and exciting life. God wants you to have joy, not mourning, laughter, not grumbling, smiles, not sadness. We will spend eternity in His presence where there is fullness of joy and eternal pleasures at His right hand. Psalms 16 verse 11 Get used to that right now. Let people know that God has done great things for you and nothing can take away that joy. Dear listener, Philippians chapter 4 verse 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. May God bless you, dear listener, as you rejoice and worship our God who is living. God bless you. Let's pray. Our gracious and merciful Father who art in heaven, the source of our blessings and joy and laughter, we come to your throne of thy grace with thankful hearts for giving us joy and laughter. May we recognize our source of happiness, that is Jesus Christ, our Lord. May we joyfully worship and praise you and honor you in our difficult days and happy days. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Burdens are lifted and blind eyes 
With this, we have almost come to the end of our program. To learn more on God's Word, we would love to receive your letters on Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number Seventeen, Pune, Four One One Zero Zero One, Maharashtra, India. You may contact us with your questions or prayer requests by calling zero 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 eight zero 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 four zero. One seven zero four. Again, the number to call is zero 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 eight zero 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 four zero one seven zero four. This is your host Sharad, and I'm Maureen signing off from Adventist World Radio. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Until we meet again via radio, we wish you goodbye and God bless you.